Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. We're bringing in kids that want to dominate that rivalry. Period. And James Strebel. It's ACC title game or bust. Period. On ESPN 680 and 1057. Period. Reminder tonight, at the bonus hour, 7.15 or so, join uh, our guy Doug Orme, Mark Bug, a little Bellarmine basketball. They host Kennesaw State. Hooping it up tonight. Hooping it up tonight at Freedom Hall. Catch it right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7 on 93.9. Arizona, Oregon at 10.15. How about that? Oh, wow. A little Pac-12 basketball. Dad, I'll be awake for that entire thing, but we shall see. <laughs> Might watch a little bit of it. Sure, there we watch go. Watch a little Oregon basketball. Absolutely. It'd be nice to win some, uh, some, some winning basketball. would be nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind saying it. It would be something that <laughs> well, would be very we nice. We got two wins this week. Two big wins. Two big wins. Might I get another one. Uh, you didn't hold up their end of the bargain, so, you know. Are you going to call Ty? <laughs> We're so far behind. Um, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's a Thursday. Thursday. It's yeah. a Thursday. Bozich going to join us at 5 o'clock. One thing I did not get to do today. Well, I mean, long story short, got behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually I'm up before 7. Didn't wake up until 7.30. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I had uh, interviews with ESPN that we were going to kind of put in the can for next week. Right. We have Harry Douglas, Chris Canty. Right. Some guys that I'm excited to talk about. Sure. That didn't happen. Yeah. I, so me and Avery were sitting around for a while wondering if it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> if we're so ever getting nice. NFL players to come in yeah. and, and talk. Well, and, Chris Canty won a Super Bowl to Giants. Yeah, yeah. Played against you Brady. Beat that. Brady. Oh, I had questions Absolutely, ready. Absolutely, yes. I had things ready. So maybe that did not maybe happen. pop up next week. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe. Doubtful, but you know. What's Harry Douglas doing? He should, he should be happy to he's on the radio. interview with ESPN Louisville. Well, he, he's, he's, this is not Mark old. Ennis. This is not Mangus. <laughs> is that what it was? Where's Tyler Griefer? <laughs> this is supposed to be the drive? Is this, this, the this is not, this is What's not the that? drive. I like the drive. What is this? That's what I listen to. This is disgusting. Where's Blankenbaker? Where's the cards man? <laughs> I need Phil Baker and Blankenbaker. <laughs> Oh, Phil will have lots of time to host coming up. Yes. In March Madness. Oh, yeah. Uh, lo- lo- lots of time. Yep. Lots of time. Uh, all right. Do you, are you potting them on through? Because it doesn't look right on my phone right now. It looks like something's not hung up right. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, no. Not this, too. <laughs> look at me. Look at he's, he's they're pressing buttons. He looks so. Oh, he looks so into it. Look at him. I'm so defeated. 
<laughs> my head down. I feel like Kenny Payne. Yeah, this is put your head down. You stand up, do, the, <laughs> just do your Kenny Payne stance. Just stand just, up and spread your arms. Spread my arms. Yeah. I didn't know what you were going to say well, there. You yeah. scared me for a <laughs> second. The spreading of the arms. Yes. Uh, are you ready to roll then? Are we good now? All right, okay. uh, we switched it back. He's ready to blame somebody. I just want you to know Who's he going to blame? Ents did it. Ents did it. No, no he, he can actually work the phones. That's what. Now some people can. <laughs> Not everybody. Ty Spalding, CardinalSports.com. Ty, good afternoon. Congratulations on the win last evening. I heard dead air there for about a minute. I was worried I was going to get thrown in the middle of these technical difficulties. We but were. I'm glad. I'm glad, uh, glad those got worked out, but I appreciate it. It's a big, big, uh, big moment in Louisville basketball history. <laughs> yes, we'll always remember where we were yeah. when Josh Pastor came to the bucket, came to the KFC <laughs> Yum Center. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything to take away? I mean, my thing was, hey, if you're trying to, to find positives in, in a terrible season, uh, let's see this team take that confidence and go beat another sub-200 Ken Palm team, sub-200 net team uh, in Florida State. But even saying that seems like fake expectations and, you know, just kind of radio fodder. Uh, is, is this yeah. going to – I mean, yeah, does this mean anything, I guess? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. The um – the, the point you made about not really having any analysis, that's where I'm at. If you want to look at individual players, it's funny because a guy that everyone in the Louisville fan base has casted aside, Jalen Withers, yeah. comes, yeah, benched. Uh, come, comes out of his grave for one of his best games in a Louisville uniform. Um, Double-double. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, they still had 15 turnovers. Georgia Tech was – I mean, they were leaving Georgia Tech wide open. They couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. Um, and, look, it's it's Josh Pastor and Rick Stansberry that got pants by Kenny Payne. That's the two, the two coaches that are routinely joked on as coming to the Yum Center and left um, embarrassed. So, until they do it, like you said, a couple games in a row, um, Saturday, I think – Florida State's obviously bad, but Louisville hasn't had that much success against Florida State. So if they win that one, I think you could start to say that that they may take maybe taking a step forward. But right now, I don't really have any hard hitting analysis. Uh, Kamari Lambs, I think that's a good sign that he's starting to make shots again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's someone that you could probably um, hope to bring back if, if he continues to develop. Um, JJ Trainer had a nice game. But he's a guy that, if you want to look at individual players, it's like you only have 13 scholarships. You've got uh, a Juco coming in. You've got three 2023 signees. You know, J.J. Trainer's one of those guys. I know. What What do you do with him at the end of the season? Oh, he could um, drop down in weight class and play a lot more. He could. I mean, he just could, yeah. right? I mean, last night he I started to play 25 minutes. I mean, that's to me, that's great. He, he's, a, he's a fine player, but, I mean, he's the kind of guy I look at and say – um, you know, can KP recruit over? And I don't mean that to be mean, right? Like, he's not a problem. There are guys on this team you may not want back because of that, but he could probably drop down an average 14, 15 a game, probably. Yeah, it's just when you're trying to find analysis, I think it's, it's, it's you look at who who do you think can help you next year on this current team and, and who do you have those tough conversations with about looking elsewhere. Uh, and they got to win. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yell and scream about it. Um, but they got to win, and um, now they go on to Florida State. 
Yeah, so we'll see what happens on Saturday. Uh, you know, Saturday atmosphere at the Yum Center is not going to be too many of those. Uh, tickets are available, so I don't know. Take the family and meet Louis Rabot. I, I don't know what to tell you. Ty Spalding with us. We'll get to Cam Drummond here uh, in just a second. Uh, what did you make of Strebel yesterday? Well, you know, I kind of, you know, I, I, as from the Louisville standpoint, I, I agree with you all on, on more things than I should um, from the Louisville side. It's a great way to bad. say it. Yeah. We need to clip that for, man. That is a great way to say it, Ty. It really is. I appreciate that, Ty. I did feel bad, though, because. I was feeding Strebel, as well as others, um, information about I thought Wu was going to UK. And then uh, our good buddy Dave Lackford, we know uh, who he talks to around the area and who his connections are. And um, so I was kind of getting some texts from Dave and he was like, flip back to Louisville, flip your pick back to Louisville. And so I tried to give Strebel a heads up. I thought he saw that. Um, and so I thought he knew before he went into battle that, that it was likely to be Louisville. But I do feel bad for the misleading there. But He was cooking but, chicken. Mean, he was making chicken. Was making and, roasted chicken he was and making potatoes. roasted chicken and potatoes. So he, yeah. he didn't see, I didn't see he, it. he didn't see the armor and ammo that uh, you could have given him. I appreciate that, though, Ty, for, yeah. for, for the almost I, heads up. I was flip-flopping. And, and, and look, I, I mean, Dave, Dave, I mean, if I'm being honest, Dave is... You know he's close with the aspirations folks, and that's that's who was who I was kind of talking to. It, it it definitely seems like Kentucky, and and look, I do I would push back a little bit on um, what you all were saying earlier about how you've heard this before. I mean, look, the aspirations connection hasn't been there. Uh, it wasn't there under Satterfield. It wasn't there under Petrino. Um, that's in my opinion not really debatable. Um, and I think that oh, that it's connection, back. It, yeah, it's back now. Yeah, and. I, Obviously, like Strebel pointed out, there's been a lot of things Louisville fans have said that have been big flops. But I do think there's tangible evidence that the Aspirations Gym pipeline is definitely coming back. Yeah, I think that's the case. Okay, so I, I don't have my piece of paper in front of me. In the end, these two teams are living in the same neighborhood with recruiting. And we can throw in the transfers because we have to throw in the transfers. And, I mean, I I think it's fair analysis. This is just my opinion that, you know, not getting a guy like, um, oh, who's the guy that went to Texas A&M? Ruben Owens. Ruben Owens, for instance, that the ceiling was not reached with this class, but it, it, that doesn't mean that it's a failure. Uh, it means it's still a very good class. You bring in transfers, you can really like what you have. And if, by the way, you hit on a quarterback, if you hit on a quarterback, uh, that's extra credit. It's yeah. a lot of extra credit if you do that. And so both these teams, comparatively speaking, are in the same neighborhood. Now that it's done or, you know, basically just about done, how would you say UofL did? No, I completely agree with that. I think Louisville and Kentucky, whether you want to look at different rankings, whether you what metric you want to look at, whether it be the high school class or the transfer class, they're very, very similar. Kentucky close, strong. They picked up a four-star running back. They picked up a four-star defense alignment that was committed to Purdue. And all in all, back you know five, six months ago, you, you thought Louisville had a chance to finish top 15, top 20. And look, they finished in the 40s. That's that's calling it what it is. It's, it definitely yeah. didn't hit what it could have. But that's not saying it's a failure. They still brought in some nice pieces. They still held on to um, 
three or four California kids, and they they did well in the transfer portal. So now it's it's you know going through spring practice and, and seeing where they need to continue to add players. I think inside linebacker for sure. I think that's a, a, an area of concern if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, I think both of the schools are, are probably in the same. Um, realm there as far as the rankings go. Yeah, I, it is what it is, and it, it just it was talked about so differently. Kentucky was a closer much more here than U of L. You had a coaching change. You had stuff with Kentucky NIL is always involved. Uh, we shall see. Last one for Ty Spalding. It sure seemed yesterday that Jeff Brom uh, that there's no quarterback competition. That Plummer is going to be the quarterback yesterday. I mean, he basically could have totally, just said it. Totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. So I saw a headline from the Courier that. You know, Brom not not committed on quarterback, uh, starting quarterback, and, and no disrespect to whoever wrote that, but I couldn't have disagreed more with what Brom said. He, he pretty much told you they have their guy. Um, he's going to be teaching the guys behind him the offense. He's going to be um, teaching the guys behind him what they need to be looking for. I, I thought it was pretty cut and dry that Jack Plummer's um, the guy in Brom's eyes. Yeah, and there's no problem with that. I love that. I mean, sometimes it's fine. Kentucky goes in. Devin Leary's the quarterback. Right. I mean, you know who the quarterback is. It's fine if you're safety, linebacker, you know, lineman, something like That's that, if there's grabs, a big competition. Yeah. But quarterback, knowing who that is, I think is so uh, is so vital. Ty Spalding, Cardinal Sports, part of the Rivals Network. Ty, appreciate the time, man. Take care. Kentucky. All right, Cam Drummond joins us as we move to Kentucky. Lexington Herald leader. Cam, good afternoon, sir. Doing well. How about you guys? Uh, We're doing fantastic. We're doing fantastic. Well, the last 48 hours, a survival win for John Calipari and company on the road at Ole Miss. And then, hell, last night, Florida goes uh, and and, and at home just beats up on Tennessee. What, they won by 13 or so. So the game on Saturday has kind of changed a little bit in my eyes. Has it in yours? Yeah, I was about to say, I've had quite the college basketball experience myself over the last little while here because I covered Kentucky and Ole Miss remotely watching on TV here in Lexington. Then I was over in Louisville last night just taking in Louisville, Georgia Tech as a fan. So I've wow. seen kind of a, a wide gamut of, uh, of good basketball and really bad basketball and even worse basketball from wherever Georgia Tech was doing last night. Yeah, to pivoting and, you know, watching highlights of Tennessee, Florida. And I was kind of monitoring that while I was at the Yum Bucket, but did not expect that to happen in the slightest in terms of a final result, especially after what Tennessee was able to do in the uh, final iteration of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Um, so, yeah, things are different going into Saturday night for certain uh, in Lexington. I mean, Kentucky kind of needs to continue the rhythm that they're on that they had before the Kansas game in terms of stacking games they should win on tops of games they should win. Uh, but at the same time, now that Florida game has a little bit more juice to it. I oh, think yeah. Correct. I mean, Florida's 41. They're right. I mean, this yeah. reminds me a lot of the Texas A&M game uh, when mm-hmm. Kentucky's up against teams that they're that are tournament teams, fringe teams, teams that you might come down to in an elimination selection Sunday yep. uh, type of thing. Uh, Case and Wallace, how worried should Kentucky fans be about just a few nagging injuries that he's had? 
I think it's kind of something to monitor with Taysom, but at the same time, I wouldn't be overly concerned. I mean, you probably do want to do what John Calipari did and, you know, err on the side of caution in terms of not playing him in a game where, against Ole Miss, you know, no disrespect to the Rebels, but you should be taking care of that game with or without Taysom Wallace. You want him at his best, at as close to full health as possible for these games, like you mentioned, against an A&M type or a Florida type. Teams you need a beat to make sure that they're not nipping at your heels, you know, for a spot on, on the bubble or, or a spot in the tournament. And, and with that said, I think some of what, you know, Coach Cal said earlier in the season kind of came to fruition that Ole Miss game as well, where there's going to be certain situations this season, the Ole Miss game being one of them, where Savir Wheeler is still an important and vital part to this team. I mean, obviously, Aduciero running backup point guard to primary point guard duties isn't the best recipe for success for Kentucky. They need an engaged Sauber Wheeler, a Sauber Wheeler who can do what he did on, what was that, Tuesday night? Mm-hmm. You know, nine assists, one turnover, playing really effective basketball, being able to come into the game, set the tempo correctly, uh, you know, be that veteran, steady leadership presence. And even if, you know, Case Wallace isn't able to go for whatever reason on Saturday night, I think Kentucky can feel pretty good about where Sauber Wheeler is at, both mentally, physically, and with his on-court play against a team like a Florida. You know, I don't think you're going to be in a good spot if you're relying on Sauber Wheeler to go out and win you a game against the Tennessee, against an Alabama, but against an A&M Florida type, I think you can feel pretty good about that. CJ Frederick, uh, your cohort, uh, Ben Roberts, was on with uh, Issel and Louie today. Issel in town, by the way. Hanging out. You like that. He's in town. Uh, He had a couple old-timers up there. I have a story from that that I heard. Oh, good. We'll get to we'll get okay. to that. Yeah, okay. we'll get to that later on. Uh, but CJ Frederick, forty nine minutes, two points. The last two games doesn't have a rebound. Uh, what one of ten from the field? Oh, a six from three. This guy can just not a stay healthy. Who knows how much the hand is bothering him? But then on top of it, I mean, this was the biggest worry that a sharpshooter would come to Kentucky and no longer be a sharpshooter. And so there's a lot going on here, but. You know, I mean, they're not a deep team. They got, I mean, listen, Kaysen's out okay. Savir's not what he was. I mean, CJ can't be out too. Some of these guys actually have to play. How worrisome is CJ and uh, in this slump that he's in, obviously? Right. It feels like it was six weeks ago where I covered the game at the Garden against UCLA, and one of the stories that I wrote out of that was CJ Frederick not scoring in, you know, I think four consecutive games or, you know, some kind of low point output like you just mentioned on that, that two for 49 streak that he's on right now. And I think that's a pretty significant concern because for all of the good things that C.J. Frederick can do without scoring the ball, you know, he's one of the the better screen setters on the team. He's still someone who's moving when the offense is flowing. He's a capable, you know, decent defender. He's not a complete liability on that end of the court. But at the same time, he's only as valuable as he is not only scoring the ball, but being a threat to score the ball. So something that we really haven't seen happen quite yet is defenses just completely disrespect him, you know, going under on screens, allowing him to maybe float a bit more on the perimeter and get those shots. But at some point, that moment's going to come. You know, if 2-49 and 49 turns into 2-70 and 70 or 4-80, or and 80, then all of a sudden the scouting report is going to be to hang back a bit more up C.J. Frederick, and maybe that will burn an opponent in a game, but that will fundamentally change the way that opposing defenses counter what Kentucky can do on offense. 
So C.J. Frederick is still valuable for the things that he does that isn't scoring the ball and also just for the threat that he poses to score the ball. But you're right, if this continues, then this changes everything in terms of the way opponents defend Kentucky. Also, maybe even John Calipari's rotation. You know, how much time is C.J. Frederick getting to work his way out of a slump to find ways to score points? Because this is one thing if it's happening early in non-conference play or, or even when it happened last in December when you still had a couple more cupcake games to clean up the schedule before he went full board with SEC play. Um, and there's only so much that Antonio Reeves can do by himself as that kind of instant scorer off the bench or sometimes in the starting role for Kentucky. So I think that's a pretty serious concern and development now for the second time this season, which is obviously less than ideal. Yeah, they won some games and he was in double figures and playing 30-some minutes a game and was hitting shots. And even like Texas A&M, he was 2-10 from 3, but he had 12 points and you have to guard him. Everything's a little bit different to me. C.J. Frederick, whether it's because of injury or not, has been, to me, the most disappointing thing uh, part of their season is this guy was supposed to be a threat, and it just has not happened, and there's too many guys that that's the case. Uh, Oscar Sheway defensively, what do you make of that conversation? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really buying exactly what Cal Perry was putting down on. Nobody Tuesday is. About. Yeah, nobody is. Yeah, we, you got me. Back hey, no. I, said, I said one bad word about John Calipari, and all of a sudden the mob decided to drop the call. So apologies. Oh boy, that's it. yeah. It's so fro. He he loves Calipari. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, he's very offended. Uh, you know, everyone's bagging on Calipari all the time. You know what it is. Uh, I forget what you were saying, Oscar Sheboy. He's obviously protecting this team. I think Calipari knows this team is extremely limited. Get to the tournament. Hope you catch lightning in a bottle. I'm just so pr- surprised how Sheboy. I, I mean, it just it, it feel. My gut tells me, even though some of the numbers don't, my gut tells me it just. It's not what it was last year. Like, teams don't fear him at all. No, I don't think so. And, yeah, what I was saying right before, I was, you know, so so nicely dropped from the call there uh, by, by the willpower of cell phone towers. It's just the fact that I don't, you know, he wasn't that much better in, you know, pick and roll coverage against Gold Miss. He still got burned plenty of times. The way opponents are able to attack him, or whether it's him or Lanceware, honestly, on defense for Kentucky, is, is a pre- there's a pretty clear blueprint, right, for when one of those two bigs is playing that kind of pick and roll defense, how you go about beating Kentucky. Most teams in the country have an athletic enough enough four-man or five-man to torch you in that. Um, and, yeah, there really just hasn't been that kind of magical air around Oscar Sheebway in Kentucky this season. He obviously had the huge performance against Georgia. Before that, he had a really, you know, big, gaudy stat line game against Yale. He's still one of the best rebounders in all of college basketball. But you're right. Now that there's tape on how to torch him defensively, there's a bit, you know, uh, there's a better script as well on how to defend him in terms of clogging up the paint when Kentucky and players like C.J. Frederick aren't having three-point success sagging off them, making it incredibly difficult for Oscar Sheeway to even get a pass off, let alone have the time to make reads like that. I think this really, this Kentucky season really does have the makings of what you just described it as. Get to the tournament, you know, avoid the embarrassment of mm-hmm. missing a tournament once you have the National Player of the Year coming back. And then try and make some noise. And, and the ceiling for this Kentucky team, you know, on the right night, like we saw against Tennessee, like we may see again against Tennessee here in a couple of weeks as a team that can go out and probably beat just about anybody in the country. At the same time, would you really be shocked if they lost a play-in game, you know, as no. an 11 or as a 12 oh, or something no. like that? Not at so, all. And, and, but at the same time, I don't think anything that like that would be as shocking as the St. Peter's result, obviously, because we have a nice, long body of work that shows Kentucky isn't what we thought in the preseason and isn't what most people had them pegged as come March. Um, but at the same time, you know, get to the tournament, 
see what happens. You know, sometimes crazier things have happened with eight and nine seeds, you know, trying to make the title game. But obviously, I don't think opponents are as scared of Oscar Schiebler as in awe of him as they were last year. And even if they are, they're willing to give up that 30 and 20 type of performance or the potential for it in order to get a win because Kentucky's outside shooting has been so inconsistent outside of really Antonio Reeves. All right, Cam, we're going to get you out of here this time uh, and be nice about it. We're not just going to eject you uh, off the premises. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll talk with you next week. Thanks, man. Later, Cam. All right. Good stuff, guys. Talk to you soon. Indiana. All right, we go to Zach Osterman, Indianapolis Star. Zach, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Zach, do we have you good, sir? There we go. All there right. he is. How are you? you did it again. You muted yourself, didn't you, Zach? <laughs> Two weeks in a row. I'm writing, and I didn't want I didn't want to like the, the pounding of my fat <laughs> fingers on the keys to, uh, to sweep over uh, uh, the Cam's dulcet tones. Ah, uh, yes, uh, Cam Drummond, who's who's who, he's an up and comer. He That's is. what he, he's a man of he's analytics and numbers. Uh, let me ask you this: watching a lot of Indiana, a lot more than uh, I have maybe in the last couple of years. Uh, and yes, that's one reason is because I'm betting Trace Jackson Davis overs on rebounds, <laughs> which continues to hit Zach. By the way, uh, 11 point loss the other night for Indiana on the road at Maryland was that predictable in your mind? Like, could you see that one coming? To some extent, you know, I mean, the, the environment in that building was great. Maryland, uh, their only loss this season at home is to UCLA. That was kind of just a weird no-show game in December. They're unbeaten at home in, in league play. That includes wins over, uh, at this point, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, and Ohio State. Um, it, it felt like the sort of game, I mean, because, again, Maryland does not have a, a road win this year. They have a couple decent neutral site wins, but... You know, as somebody who's covered some bubble teams in the last few years, Maryland feels very much like a bubble team that is is going to fight to get a quality win on the road at any point this season, and it's probably going to have to be primarily around what they do at home that they build an NCAA tournament resume. Kevin Willard, I think, is doing a good job there, but it is still his first season. And, you know, it was 9 p.m., the student section was packed. It just felt like the sort of game that Maryland had kind of decided it needed mm-hmm. really badly. Obviously, Indiana wasn't not trying to win the game, but was not going to have that same sense of urgency. And listen, I, I have seen, you know, bubble-ish Indiana teams at home, and they win that game because they just need it that much more than their opponent. Um, I also thought Indiana just, you know, they, they struggled a little bit fouled early. Maryland obviously shot a ton more free throws, and, and Indiana probably missed some shots that in a, in a, a, you know, if you play that game ten times, maybe six or seven of them miss some shots that they would normally make and then maybe it's a slightly different game going in the last four or five minutes but it's it's obviously an acceptable road loss for such a thing exists. Uh, Jalen Hood, Shafino, any, I mean, I don't know, the last four games, two points, six points, 24 points, three points, uh, a little up and down until yeah. then. He had been rather consistent, especially for a freshman who has so much on his plate, especially Xavier Johnson goes out against Kansas. Uh, a little up and down the last four games, any worry at all, or it's a freshman, it's okay. He played great against Ohio State. We'll see on Saturday. Yeah, probably a, a little bit of, of, of really the latter, I think. And I think a couple things that, that I took from watching that game, he was undeniably forcing things by the end, but it, it did feel like he was early on getting a lot of shots he liked and they just weren't going down and he kind of couldn't find it offensively. He was hardly the only one. Nobody said this. I, I also do wonder, apparently he was sick over the weekend um, and he was throwing up and 
you know, with with to me, he's not a he's not small for a guard, but he is a smaller player than let's say Trace Jackson Davis or Rick Thompson, and he's obviously only a freshman, so a lot of the muscle that he's going to have is, is going to have been put on, you know, within the last six to nine months. Sometimes when you get a stomach virus like that, you can you, you can lose a lot of weight that, that you just can't get back that quickly. You need a few days, a week to kind of put it back on your frame. And hmm. I wondered if maybe he was a little bit sluggish, whether he's still, I don't think he's still sick, but if the after effects of that affected him a little bit too. Um, but I also think he was one of a number of players that, that struggled with just the way Maryland defended Indiana in that game. Maryland was hell-bent on making Indiana play slow. You know, they, they pressed the whole game, and it was never to force turnovers. It was just to slow Indiana down and to let Maryland basically press to, to fall very easily back into that 2-3 zone. Um, I think more teams are going to do that to Indiana, maybe not Purdue, but we've already seen Rutgers do it. I think some other teams are going to do it. It's something Indiana's got to learn to deal with and something Indiana's got to get better with um, because I just think it's... It, you can't take Trace Jackson Davis away, but I think what Maryland did well was isolate him within the offense. So mm-hmm. that he got his 18 points and 20 rebounds, but you didn't feel like the game was revolving around him offensively the way it has in recent weeks for yep. Indiana through that five-game win streak. They've got to they got to find their way through that a little bit because I don't think that's the last team that's going to do that to them. Yeah, it's interesting. Even though TJ is having a far superior year to Oscar Shibway, of course, uh, it's, a, it's a conversation <laughs> we've had around the office. I mean, that's what they're trying to do to Oscar. Hey, he's going to get his double-double, yeah. but don't have him be Superman. Right. Uh, and so it's kind of funny where these guys can have 15-15 and 15 or 18-20 and 20 <laughs> or whatever it is, and you feel like, okay, uh, we'll live with that. We'll live with 18-20. and 20. At least TJD's not hurting us too bad. Uh, well, last one. Okay, so these two teams are going to face each other uh, two times now within the next three weeks. Purdue, it's in Bloomington on Saturday. Uh, what do you see with the matchup? What do you think happens on Saturday? One of the big ones in college hoops. It's a good slate, by the way, Zach, this weekend. It really is. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's probably going to wind up being one of the games of the Big Ten calendar, I think, um, you know, in, in terms of most watched and, and most anticipated. I think on one side, if you're Indiana, you do maybe look at, at Purdue and just sort of say, not that you're not trying with Zach Eady, but that what you would like to do is get to a place where you're not letting his teammates beat you. I think, you know, Indiana's got to find ways to test those freshman guards that have been so good for Purdue, but probably haven't been in an environment quite like this one. Haven't faced many defense. Not, I'm not saying they haven't faced a defense at all, but haven't faced many defenses that are going to pressure them on the ball the way Indiana's going to try and do. And on the other side, Indiana is a team that lives on twos. You know, they, they, if you look at their their profile, they are 20th in the country. They score 59.1% of their points on two-pointers. Purdue is not just one of the best two-point field goal defenses in the country. Purdue is one of the best teams in the country at forcing bad shots mm. around the rim. And just not not just not allowing teams to score, but not even allowing teams to generate quality looks around the rim. And Indiana's going to have to figure out how to deal with that. Obviously, there's the big man battle and, and all the dynamics of that. Can Indiana slow Edie down without fouling? Can trade, you know, can Purdue keep Trace Jackson Davis, like we said with Maryland, maybe a little bit more isolated within Indiana's offense? Um, can you know do, do they do they defend one another, or would you, if you're Matt Painter or Mike Woodson, sort of prefer that they they don't get into a position where one or both of them might get into foul trouble? And of course, that's how these things always happen. You know, is I, I remember when Indiana and Kentucky played in the Sweet 16 in 2012. One of the big matchups that was built was Anthony Davis versus Cody Zeller, and they were both on the bench with two fouls, I think, with 10 minutes left in the half. But, um, 
it, it is a it's not a contrast of styles, but it is two teams that are very distinct in the way they from one another in the way they do certain things. And it's going to be interesting to see how, especially in what I imagine is going to be a rocket atmosphere. Oh, it's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. I, yeah. I do also just think very briefly, these next two games feel big for Indiana. You know, you, you can win both. You can lose both. You win both. You are firmly in control of sort of your destiny and being a top four seed in the Big Ten, a top four seed in the NCAA tournament conversation, all those kinds of things. You can be, yep. at least in general sense, the sort of team you said you thought you were in the preseason. You lose both of these games, which is very possible for doing Rutgers at home. Suddenly, you lost three in a row. It stops being about a five-game win streak, and it starts being about five and six since the turn of the year in league play, and you play four or five on the road after that. This just feels like a really crucial stretch for Indiana. I I have certainly seen games like this where Assembly Hall just kind of decided it wasn't going to lose. Um, but I think Purdue is, is, is better than sort of just not being able to handle that. It's hard for me to pick this game apart. Uh, I I think it's going to be close, very, very close one way or the other. I Forgive me, I'm going to cop out on picking a winner. Um, but it, it's going to be a fascinating chess match start to finish. We'll just take the TJD over in rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that I would say to do uh, and go from there. No, it's going to be a fantastic game. I, I, I can't wait. In Indiana, they're just so, you know, they're up and down enough to where, yeah, you could, you know, hey, is this a three-game losing streak? When good good God, a couple weeks ago, they looked like they were playing uh, as good as anyone in the country. Ken Palm has this 72-69 Purdue. So that, that's what Ken Palm thinks. We shall see. Zach Osterman, Indianapolis star, following the Hoosiers there uh, near Bloomington in Indianapolis. Zach, appreciate the time, man. Take care. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, as always. There we go. A little blitz on uh, on a Thursday. Big games everywhere on Big Saturday. games everywhere. Yes. Big uh, games all, everywhere. All three local teams in big games. <laughs> big games. <laughs> well, kind of, you know. I mean, Louisville well, your game's a, a big game. No, I was going to say. No, Louisville. the Louisville game's not a big game. Thank you. Two Shreeble. in a row. Shreeble, the game's not a big game. We know. You can well, you take your dig. We know it's not a big game. You don't have to do that. I do. Louisville fans do are so nice to you. How dare you? Yeah, they're real. They're nice they're to real you. They're real nice to me. They told you to marry your cousin. They did. They're, they're so... I mean, you got told by a bag man to marry your cousin. Well, That's what happened. BB and Billy did. Oh, BB and yes, Billy did. Yeah, Even, better. Even better. How's your yeah. soccer match going over there for a yeah. man? We're doing good. We're doing. Oh, that well, doesn't sound good. Well, I guess it's one nothing. Yeah, it's one zero. It's one zero. That's all we you need. Parking the bus. That's all I need. That's all we need. That's Just all you need. Fence. A little fence. He's smiling. A grinder. A grinder. A grinder. Like Calipari and his grinder. grinder. Exactly. Yes, he, he does. Loves grinder games. So yes, he does. Juve is the the Kentucky basketball the, of the Juve. Italian soccer league. It should be. Juve. Sorry, Juve. Juve. I'm sorry. Juve. It's, well, it's like juvenile. Yeah, it's not Jeffersonville High School where I went. Yeah, it's not Juve. Yeah, juvenile. Do you know one juvenile song, Furman? You know the the song, right? You know the the main the one, great right? One. What back that thing up? Yeah, yeah there we oh, go. Of course, <laughs> thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> yes. I thought he was going to say as. Yeah, that's what I thought he was going to do. <laughs> Me too. Uh, he cleaned t- it up. He did. Thank you for that. Thank you. We 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 clean things up around here at yes. three o'clock. Uh, the other shows can do it the way they want. Yeah, but we will clean things up. The biggest story in the country. We'll talk about it next. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? 
The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. Do you delete your searches? Texter that's, wants to know. That's what I, yeah, that's what I know. I'm so delete, shocked over this. How, what, how, much do you, how much do you erase your electronic footprint? And James Strebel. Here we had to talk about this. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you, well, every once you don't, I mean, you got to clear your searches out every once in a while. You know? <laughs> how often do you clear your searches out? I can't think of the last time I cleared my searches out. About I once a week. Be, you clear your searches once a week? Yeah. <laughs> On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Texter says, let's call Mari Povich and find out who Strebel's daddy is. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! I know uh, who my daddy four is. Four o'clock hour presented, but thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. We know. Uh, they're presented by R- RGB Home Theaters. You can find them online today. RGBHomeTheaters.com. Red, green, blue. They helped us. We needed a new TV for the conference room with uh, uh you know, you've set these up the, web, the webcams. You've set no, up many of those in your in your day. Uh, it's a nice TV. Fur, Furman has as well. Usually his or hid Spy. in a in a, uh, in a uh, smoke detector. You Something know? like it's that. It's however yeah. you want to do in, it. In, a, in an He's urn. Not, in an urn. <laughs> a potted plant. I got a fire pot. I got a pen. I got a, the pen one. You have a pen Ooh, one? A, pen one? a, a pen teddy one. bear? No, no, no. Teddy, Teddy? No, no, Teddy. We haven't done the teddy bear. That's a little too obvious. Oh, that pin one. You need to get closer to the mic. You were like Kenny Payne right now in the microphone. That's what you are. I think I have it. I think I need to have mine higher than I have you guys. For some reason, it just doesn't pick up. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, you you might have to do that. I don't know what to tell you. You're higher than us. Uh, 437-9680, UPS Jobs Text Line. Again, reminder, tonight, uh, Bellarmine, Kennesaw State coming up 715 right here on ESPN 680-1057. Louisville Sports Live at 7 o'clock. They won a oh. game. Taylor Lynch did say, he at-tweeted, Ethan, enjoy yourself tonight. Oh, I Big saw guy, that. I... enjoy yourself tonight. I'm like, Ethan's not enjoying 3-19. No, I did see okay, someone... Do you understand that? It's only going to make him angry if they lose by 17 to Florida <laughs> State, which I don't think they're going to do on Saturday, no. by the way. What? I, I don't think they're going to lose by 17. No, I'm, yeah, they, that, I, they mean, I think it's 50-50. No, because if they th- them winning how's that, that analysis? Game could, I think it's fifty yes. fifty. Then winning that game shows that they can't beat awful teams like they're an awful team. They can beat yeah, other they should beat teams. an awful team. Yes. I did see on Twitter last night someone called Ethan Moore Ethan Eeyore Moore because, <laughs> because he was still kind of sad after the game. You know what? Those people can bleep off. Those are the people that those are the people that try that. to make yeah. the, it sound like it's something more. You don't have to overrate last night. No, you don't. You don't have to underrate last night. No, you, you, you don't have to do anything. No, you say they win, and, and you if Strebel wants, if you want to celebrate, fine. If Strebel wants to come in here then and laugh at you for dancing in the locker room, you, that's it, fine. That happens. Yeah. That's fine. You guys can do all of that. Yeah, biggest story in yes, the country right on? now. I don't know who this affects on this show. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I, I like I'm, this. I'm going to say this. I don't know. This does not aff- affect me directly. Okay. But it may affect you. It may affect 
Oh, Furman. Yeah. I knew, or I yeah, I would imagine, it would. it's definitely going to affect guys like Cooper Hassan. Well, wow. Okay. So, affect maybe me, affect Furman. Has nothing to do with Cooper? Cougars, okay? okay. Has nothing oh, to do oh, with whoo. Cougar hunting. Thank goodness. Oh. Here's what it has to do with. Yeah. Netflix is shutting down password sharing. Oh, I did see this. Did yes, you see like this? Re- there's like repercussions if you start well, sharing you know, your password. Well, what you can do, so like let's say you have a kid in college or something like that. Right. They're going to have to pay, but it's not going to be the full subscription price. So I don't know okay. if it's like five bucks, whatever, whatever it is. percentage Okay, is, so right. yeah, if you're sharing a password, you, you, you're you going to get so many shares, but you're going to pay per share. Okay, so okay. Like you just, oh yeah, you can give little Johnny or Susie in college yes. your, your password. Johnny or good. Susie. Yeah. Now, you pay something for that. if you give your, like if you gave your password to Cooper Hassan. Right. Cooper Hassan would have to, with the... Uh, device that he's using. So if he's got a 75-inch TV from RGB Home Theaters, which (laughs) he should. He should. They'll price match the big box stores, (laughs) rgbhometheaters.com. Damn right. Okay. If you get that, that that device has to log on to your Wi-Fi once every 31 days. Oh, wow. So that means So I'm sure people like Ants, and I'm sure private investigators like Sofuro. Yeah. Sofuro. Sofuro. I, I did all these get. I'm sure you guys will figure it out. Yeah. A way they'll, around they'll, it. They'll figure and it out. And I'm sure you'll have VPNs and you'll have satellites and it'll be like. The ping. Yes, you'll be pinging all over the country. <laughs> He's already but figured it out. But for people that don't have that figured out, <laughs> I mean, this is a big deal. It's that the biggest is. story in America. That's a very Everyone's big deal. Everyone's ripping off a Netflix password. Oh, yeah. Everybody. You're trading passwords. For sure. But especially Netflix because it was... I mean, it was the first. It was the first one. It that was we the had, first. And they hadn't. Had they went like ten years without stopping without this it. Technology. This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it took them this long, which you don't expect. Well, they got to be. They got to be losing their their. You know what? You know they are because they have Absolutely. so much competition now. Yes, they well, were new. They were fresh. They had shows. Now everyone's they're the got only shows. One, they're the only one. Now you got Apple. You got Paramount. You got Peacock. You got Disney Plus. You got Hulu. You got all these things out there right now where people can choose. I, I I'll admit. We have maybe one individual using our Netflix password. Who, it's your it's your sister. No. It's not. It's not. It's Cooper? No. It's, 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 it's not. Okay, well, no. those were my two. No, no. I, that, <laughs> that, that, that was Cooper. one and two. No. Is it someone I know? Uh, no. It's, okay, no, no, so it's no, just someone. It's, it's a buddy it's family. It's family. Oh, it's family. Okay. It's family. Yeah, well, no, family. family does this, but again, yes. now family's going to have to pay exactly. whatever it is. Exactly. Now they're going to come to our house and log into our... Well, do they are, Do yes, they access it on an iPad? No, if it's, so, on, they need to it's come on a Roku. Well, that's... It. Okay, well... Yeah, I know. That's the problem. Okay. It's a Roku, so They're going to have to know. bring the Roku over and plug it in. But you have to we, give it a try. See, we traded because now we have... What do you get? HBO? We have No, we have our own HBO. We get Paramount Plus. Gotcha. We got the Paramount Plus because there's stuff on there that we want to watch and that we like, and and so we did a little trade trade. And oh, now, that, that's what everyone yes, does. Everyone does, yeah. So everybody I, does a trade I mean, trade. Now is Paramount Plus going to be like like stricken from our record? You know, oh, there's two because there's a, there's a family member on my wife's side of the family that has our Netflix as well. Oh boy, oh boy, I didn't think of this one. Yeah, so we've got two people with our Netflix mm-hmm. passwords. Mm-hmm. This does affect. Would you us. give Dan Issel your Netflix? password no 
I don't like to hear that. I'm that's, so, well, that's a stunner. Now, well, now there's money involved. Does Caller Emily have it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, now there's money involved. If it was free, I'd be like, yeah, it's so you can have my Netflix password. But now it's going to Look at Justin watches soccer. He's got the, he's, he's got the laptop inches so from his face right now. Actually, no, look. Is it no, over? He's podcasting. Oh, Never mind. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was Is engrossed. your game over? Is that it? Did they win? Did, did you win? How are you gonna do, how are you gonna video podcast it's, about this it's later not over on? Yet. Well, I'm not. I haven't done it. Like, <laughs> I've been one time in the last month. So that's Te- weird. Texas says Ethan underrated the game last night. I had to turn it off. He sounded like he was in deep depression. Well, yeah, you just look. No, you're overrating you're it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, over. You're I mean, overrating it. Nothing. it you know true. Ethan's negative anyway about this sort of thing. It's three and nineteen. It's your third you win know, of the season. You know how Ethan rolls. What are you supposed to do? Happy? Throw a party? Put a you know. Pop off on champagne. You get you, you little, you little Don Perignon. You know, we just beat Pastor in Georgia Tech. You should be tap dancing. He's so happy. It's your third win of the season. What did you want him to do? Texas, uh, Texas says, no one thought Flyville would be top 15. Oh, you guys. Oh, just, guys, we have sound. Uh, <laughs> it's just not even worth it. I saw, no, it's not I'd worth it. I'd play the sound, yeah, I know, but, but I can't access yeah, any it's of not, it. It's not yeah, worth it. You're right. It's, it's not, not worth, worth it. it, but I mean, stop. Stop it. Stop what were you reaching nonsense. for over there? You look no, like you're I, no, reaching. I have you're, a seat oh, no. Not, right you're, you get your numbers with, at 530. That's fine. You I just, get your numbers I have at 530. Of things you all have said and proclaimed, that was one of them. It was one of them. I'll, I'll give you top 25. How about that? I'll say not top 15. I'll give you top 25. Top 25. It was going to be a top 25 class. You did. Don't, don't re- revise the story now. Uh, so today, I wanted to get up there, but I could not. Uh, yeah. Issel and Louie were broadcasting from Martini Bistro yeah, very out in the fancy. East End. Yes. Okay, yeah, I saw pictures. It and that's very fancy. Uh, that's a that's a Louis Rabot joint, if you will. <laughs> it is a okay. Louis Rabot joint. Uh, and so they were up there. Yes, uh, Big Is. Uh, yes, Big Is was up there. Yeah, Mark Ennis. Oh, Mark Ennis! I, I guess is in the he story. lives around there. Mark Ennis. Whoa! Uh, Mark Ennis is like it's around the corner. I'm gonna go up there. Little East End Mark. I okay. didn't know that. Wow. Well, so well, that's not the whole story. He okay. was there. Mark Ennis was there for Louis. He was there. Issel? He was there for Big Ennis. <laughs> I, I, I like. And this he already. told me the following: There were three gentlemen there. BBN, oh, older BBN. I, yeah. I, I, you already know. I that. know. I know. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yes, one was oh. named Carl. <laughs> Carl, BB and Carl. Okay, BB and Carl. Wildcat Carl was there. Wildcat Carl was there. (laughs) Thank God. And and, and he believes that they thought Louis Rabot was Louis Dampier. (laughs) No, they didn't. They thought Louis Rabot was... How much older is Louis Dampier than Louis Rabot? I mean, number one, a lot. A lot. He's 78. (laughs) And number two, he's got a badass... Or I, I assume he has this mustache still, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Louis Dampier, when you think of him, you think of a mustache. And sure That's what a, I think of. I'm sure he's a lot taller and than I Louis Rabot. Yeah, and also, Louis Rabot's not tall. And I also don't. <laughs> he's Sorry, like 5'10", 5'9". Yeah. And Louis doesn't have a mustache. And I don't think he can. Like, Louis looks like he can't grow a mustache. No, he's got a baby face. He Louis Rabot has a baby he face. He does have a baby face. I agree with that. That's yeah. 100% the way to put he's it. He's got a baby face. I don't think he can grow a That is Louis Dampier. The great, the yeah. Colonel Great, the BBN Great. 
I love that. BB Wildcat Carl thought the that. The San Antonio Spur great. How dare you? That's all I know. Yeah. That's, that's all I that's know. That's a lot, by the way. That's that's pretty damn good. I I, I applaud that. But that just makes me smile. How about, how about that? That is so. Hanging out with, I mean, with Dan Beer. I know Dan. Yes, Big Yes. I, I mean, mean, those are the... What's he doing? You know, Kenny Payne's thinking it up. He might be like, it might be nicer over here. You think he's just looking around? He's like, ah, ah. I'm shopping around. He's kind of looking around over there. that term? I'm sure shopping around. You get a new a car? A little shopping. Ah, we're shopping around. We're shopping. Yeah, RGB's got some sales. We're shopping around with RGB. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, see, I, I know what you're doing, Ennis. Don't lie to Tyler Griever over there. You, you tell him you're shopping around a little bit. Did they see what happened? They what win? happened for a man? A win? Did the other team score? No, they just had a chance to double. Okay, up. never mind. <laughs> no, you need to react like <laughs> that. If it's money. nothing. Money yeah, wrong. you acted like something <laughs> happened and nothing happened. They missed <laughs> so a shot. They do anything. But yeah. Texas says Strebel trades Netflix for OnlyFans passwords. No. <laughs> Don't trade. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I've never heard of that idea, but. Louis like, says Ennis got lasagna lunch comped. No. <laughs> I'm jealous. A little lasagna lunch with Louie. Did he move in silent? Like Louis. lasagna? Was that the name of it? L- silent? Yeah, silent. Yeah, Louie, let me G- know. Is that true? I just heard that they thought you were Louis, Louis Dampier. Dampier. Yes. Which would Louis be Dampier's 78 years old. Louie's yeah. in his 40s. And Dampier's got 30, you know, 33 years on you. Yeah, in height. He might have He's got a Scotty Pippen on you. <laughs> he didn't wear a vest. Texas says, where does Ethan do the show from? He sounded like he was in a cave. I Listen, me and Maven talked about this. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I don't know. I think Ethan's hiding from his... Like, he's his trying family. to be quiet while yeah. his family sleeps. Yeah, they're asleep. The That's gr- what's going his on here. His kids have school the next day. They have school the next day. His, his wife's, wife's got to work. work. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's hiding. People aren't staying up to... Yeah, they're not staying up to 11.15 <laughs> to talk cards basketball yeah, like, at 3 and 19. And his wife's like, Ethan, I love you, honey, but keep it down. Texas says, would Strebel share the Netflix password with the doctor? Well, the doctor wouldn't need it. No, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Yeah, he's got money. He can buy Although people Netflix that... Ha- it's not about having the money. It's about getting it for free. What, the Netflix? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, everyone likes free stuff. And if you get Netflix for free, you take it, absolutely. Or any streaming service. Texas says, Whiskey Wednesday at Martini. How about that? Whiskey Wednesday. Whoa. Oh, I like that Man, one. who is, who is Five dollar high-end bourbons. Oh, Whoa. Oh. Wow. Wow. Get head out there on a Wednesday. <laughs> Texas says, 4379680, what street in Louisville is the parade going down for KP's third win? It's actually coming down the street right now. <laughs> Y'all should see it. LLS is on a motorcycle. Read it's great. That one. <laughs> Louis is saying that he still has he still has the mustache. Oh, that's great. I mean, Louis Dampier could never give up the mustache. No, it's part of his. Like, Can you imagine he, him giving up the mustache? It's like if, if like uh, you want to go since we're talking musty, go musty. It's like Burt Reynolds taking off the mustache. You just can't do it. I feel bad. I don't think I would notice if if Louis Dampier was was like around. I don't think I would notice him. I, I mean, again, he's only like six one, maybe. He looks very different now than he did when he's younger as, as you do when you get older well no it's also because that. I never saw him play well, so that, I mean true. come on yeah. he played back in the ABA in the 60s he's a good looking guy back in the day I'm looking at him right now he's a handsome man he has nice hair good ooh look at him yeah a little colonel's little colonel's uniform boom <laughs> a little jump shot action right now oh, what a dead fish I for me this. what a dead fish for us look he's an all star for the east <laughs> there you go 
<laughs> him and Pratt and Big Is, yeah. they ran the town. They did run the damn they town. They ran the you town. You better believe it. To play, they had to pay for a drink in four years. No, no still don't. They still don't. They go election right now. Dan will say, give me a bourbon. Boom, you got done. it. Done. Give, give me a Budweiser. Bud done. Yeah, got it. Did, no, Louis, no did Louis drink in front of Issel? We'll have to find that out, too. We did to find that think, out, Did yeah. he have a Budweiser or not? Do they even have that at Martini well, Beast? Probably you got to get something I mean, else yeah, than that. I mean, exactly. Let's be you got to get a higher end beer. A high noon. Because, I mean, if he, if he drank a a Budweiser in front of Issel, I don't think he would have because he nurses them. And I think he, Issel, he'd be afraid that he had Issel, to run to the bathroom. Yeah. He, <laughs> pee break. <laughs> He's got to go again. He'd be afraid Issel make fun of him for nursing a beer. For nursing a beer and yeah. taking eight pee breaks. Exactly. While all, he's trying to use lasagna. What are, what are you doing over uh, there? Quick break. Five o'clock hour coming up next. Rick Bozich going to hang out with us next on ESPN 680.